the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, broadcasting from the 960 The Patriot Studios in beautiful Arizona, your car insiders. Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? On the road again. Good morning and welcome to your car insiders on 960 The Patriot. My name's Gary Green. I'm the host of the show. And as always, the easiest way to reach me is pick up the phone, call me, 602-525-1370. You know, I want to start the show once again with thanking my friends Bobby Rabati and his family at b Auto Sales, located at 15225 North 32nd Street in Phoenix, Arizona. You can reach Bobby on his phone at 602-722-9151. You know, one of the things I want to talk about today is, you know, when, when I'm helping somebody buy a car and, and we start to have the conversation about financing the car and... I helped a young lady years ago get a car, and I don't remember what her credit score was, but I know it was probably a bit of a struggle to get her approved on a car loan because she was financed with a bank that's not necessarily a preferred lender. So she called me up, and unfortunately her car was totaled, and I asked her, I said, hey, when your car was totaled, did you receive the settlement? Yes. And she said, yes. And we talked about that a little bit. And she says, and the good news is, is they paid my car off and I got an additional $1,500. So I'd like to put $2,000 down and buy a new Frontier. So I asked her about her car payment history and she had told me, well, I think I might have been late one time. So I asked her. Is that late one time, 30 days, or is that inside the grace period? She goes, no, I I think it was 30 days. So I had spent most of the day, and I'm going to talk about this story as well, at Rodeo Ford. So I'm now at the Nissan dealership, and they had one crew cab Frontier S trim level. And to go up in trim levels... It was about another $6,000 to go to an SV. She didn't want to do that. So they had the car, and we pulled her credit, and her credit score was much better than it used to be, but I see the car loan, and I see current was 30 times 7. She was 7 times late on her car loan. It's not a good thing when you're trying to get a car loan and they look at your last car loan and you're seven times late. It's also not a good thing that someone doesn't understand how many times they paid their car payment late. But the good news was that we were able to get her approved because Nissan has nine tiers, I believe, and her 650 score puts her right in the middle. It was a tier five. It was a rate she was thrilled with because it was much, much better than what she had been paying. And we went in the next day, picked up her car. 
had a less than enjoyable experience dealing with the finance person, but that's a conversation that I might have with the general manager. I might not have with the general manager. Uh, it's pretty simple. If, if I ask for something really simple and the finance manager doesn't want to do it, if I've helped you buy a car, you know that when we leave, I hand you two envelopes. And one envelope goes in the car. And the one that goes in the car has a copy of your insurance card in it, has a copy of the temporary registration in it. And if you purchase the warranty or if you purchase anything else that you could use at the service department of the dealership, I will print copies of that and have it in the car. We don't keep the gap policy in the car if you need gap insurance, because if your car gets stolen, you want to have that policy in the envelope at home. But it's really important to understand how this financing works. And I had a gentleman that I've helped get a couple of vehicles. And the last car that we got, he said, Gary, I'm just paying cash for the truck. I said, okay, no problem. He says, but I do want to buy a warranty because I put a ton of miles on the car. I said, okay, no problem, John. And John reached out. And we went to the dealership, and he said, well, you don't have to go with me. I said, John, I need to go with you. He says, well, no, you don't. I said, John, so he says, why do you need to go with me? I said, because you told me you want to buy a warranty, and the price that I'm going to get you on the Toyota Care warranty is not going to be the same price that you're going to get if you walk in by yourself. So if you want to pay close to double for the warranty, you can go by yourself. And very quickly, he said, when can we go? So he had reached out to me a while back, and he said, Gary, my son's going to need a vehicle. Uh, He's a musician, and he's a young kid, and he's a really good kid, and he's going to start touring in February. So as if you've listened to the show, you know that if I have a conversation with you and we don't communicate afterwards, I'm not going to chase you down. I'm not going to track you down. I'm not going to call and ask you what you're thinking. So I found a vehicle that at the time I thought was perfect for him. And it turned out it wasn't. So it was a good thing at the end of the day that he didn't, we didn't go buy this vehicle. Because when he started telling me what he was going to need to do with the vehicle, I explained to him that if you're going to buy one of these vans and you're going to be driving in the Midwest in February and March, you're probably going to want to have a vehicle that has all wheel drive. And I happened to find an all-wheel drive, brand new, Transit Connect 350 for him. Passenger vehicle, all-wheel drive. And he explained to me about his great credit and this and this and this. And I explained to him that at 22 years old, you're going to have what's called a thin file. You're not going to have a lot of stuff on your credit. Have you ever financed a car before? He said, no. So I said, okay. And he said, but I'm going to put 10 to 20 grand down. I said, well, that's great. And that's going to help. And we went to the dealership. He loved the vehicle. We sat down with the general manager and we decide to look at doing this vehicle in what's called a track lease, which is a wonderful way for a business to finance a car. And I don't give tax advice, but when he called his 
manager. His manager didn't think it was a good idea. So we decided to not go that route. We decided to just buy the vehicle in his LLC's name and he would have to personally guarantee the loan. So six and a half hours later, we're still waiting for answers from banks whether or not they're going to approve this young man. And the crazy thing was he did have a good credit score, but he did have a thin file. He did have $30,000 to put down, but he only had five months. His LLC was only registered for five months. So finally, after a while, I walked out to the young man and I said, hey, if we can get you approved in your name only, are you okay with that? Gary, absolutely. So one of the banks that we submitted him to in the morning wouldn't approve him due to the fact he had no installment credit history. And his LLC or S Corp was only five months old. Now, the crazy thing is when we went back in and we resubmitted it uh, as a personal loan, the bank that turned him down in the morning approved him on his, in his name on his own. And we sent it to a couple other banks that turned him down due to the thin file. And then we decided, I decided I wanted to send it to another bank that was a local bank in Arizona because I wanted him to have the ability to actually go in and make payments rather than mail them or pay them online. This way you have a little bit better control of your principal only payments that you're making. So... Not approved in his business name with the personal guarantor, but the same bank approved him by himself. He did have a great score. It was over seven. I think it was about 750. And he did have 30,000 down. Now, when we were trying to get him approved through Ford, Ford asked for proof of income. And the proof of income was in the form of three months bank statements. And in those three months bank statements, they showed deposits from a company to him for his music in excess of it was close to $60,000 for the three months. He's a 22-year-old kid. He's done a great job establishing his credit. And after they looked at it, they wanted to know what he did with the money. Well, I don't know a lot of people that leave all that money in their business account. So it was the conversation that the gentleman had when he was trying to get the deal done from Ford with the rep was, you didn't ask me what he does with this money. You asked me how much money he makes. And he takes that money out and puts it someplace personally. So at the end of the day, the next day, Ford had decided that they were going to not approve him on his car loan in the business name, in his name, any way, shape, or form. And the conversation with the, that the GM had with the dealership, she says, well, that's okay. That's fine. Uh, he is approved, and he's approved through a bank. But the ironic thing was I explained to him from the start that this is not going to be as easy as you think it is. And when he had stopped communicating with me, a couple of weeks went by and he sent me 
a text wanting to know if I found anything. And I explained to him that based on the fact that you hadn't followed up, I stopped looking. And I talked to his dad a little bit, and his dad goes, Gary, I got to tell you, he doesn't understand that you can help him. I don't know what to do. I said, John, don't, you don't have to beg me to help him. Okay, I really don't even want to at this point because I don't want to convince people that I can do this better than you can. If you don't feel comfortable with me, he didn't have to call me. Well, the one thing I did tell John about the kid was his son did sound like a nice kid. And his son did send me a text saying, I'd really like your help. I am really glad I got it through my thick head, which is thick sometimes, to help this young man. Because he really is a great kid. He's got a brilliant future ahead of him. I didn't ask if I could mention his name on the radio, so I'm not going to, to talk about his music. But he had people in the dealership YouTubing him, listening to his music. I want to send out a very special thanks to Mercedes-Benz of Arrowhead. His family-owned and operated is the proud recipient of Mercedes-Benz Best of the Best Award many times over. They believe shopping for a new used car should be an enjoyable experience. They're located at 9260 West Bell Road in Peoria, Arizona, or you can find them online at arrowheadmb.com. Great reputations aren't just given. They are earned over time. Since 1951, the Earnhardt family has forged its reputation as the finest automotive group in Arizona. Stop in and experience a noble difference. It's our way of doing business where customer satisfaction is our top goal now and generations to come. We're located at 99th Avenue and Loop 101 or online at EarnhardtHonda.com. Remember, if your vehicle has the Earnhardt brand, you are in for a great ride. And that ain't no bull. If you're looking for a Mercedes-Benz, please visit Mercedes-Benz of Arrowhead. They offer new, pre-owned, and certified pre-owned vehicles and are constantly adding to their inventories. Or they're happy to custom order the Mercedes of your choice. Mercedes-Benz of Arrowhead is family-owned and operated and is the proud recipient of the Mercedes-Benz Best of the Best Award many times over. Shopping for a newer used car should be an enjoyable and comfortable experience. With their inventory inside a 115,000 square foot climate controlled showroom with all natural lighting and three levels of vehicles to peruse, Mercedes Benz of Arrowhead is confident that you will leave with a smile. Visit Mercedes Benz of Arrowhead for their vast selection of luxury cars and trucks, ready for immediate delivery to the greater Phoenix area. They are located at 9260 West Bell Road in Peoria, Arizona. Or you can find them online at arrowheadmb.com. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. I want to send out a very special thanks to Coulter Cadillac Buick GMC for their support of Your Car Insiders. They're family-owned and operated four generations. They're celebrating 100 years in the Valley since 1923. They invite you to visit Coulter Cadillac Buick GMC of Phoenix. They're located at 12th Street in Camelback and let them show you the way the car ownership experience is meant to be. Each week, what it is that I try to do is try to give you guys some helpful hints in the car buying process. And it it hurts my heart when I read these articles about these so-called experts, 
about what they think you should be doing and what you shouldn't be doing and some of the things that they talk about. It just makes me crazy. So according to Go Banking Rates survey of 1,039 people in November, 38% of these people are contemplating a major financial milestone in 2024, planning to buy a car. Buying a car is simple enough. Find one you like for a price that's agreeable. Sign some paperwork and take your new ride home. But the sticker price you see on the window isn't where your financial obligations will end. Down payment. According to Kelly Blue Book, the standard down payment when purchasing a car is 20%. That means if you buy a $40,000 vehicle, you would put down $8,000. Although you don't necessarily have to make a 20% down payment, it can help you pay less in the long run. First of all, a down payment can reduce the amount of a loan you need to buy the car, which means you can pay off the loan faster. Paying off the loans faster means that you will pay less than interest. Accordingly, owing less on the car from the beginning can help you keep from getting upside down in your loan or owing more on the vehicle than it's worth as it depreciates. What people also need to remember, and the most important part about putting a down payment, you eliminate, and I strongly use this word, the need for gap insurance. If you go into a car dealership and you buy a car and you put no money down and you don't, the finance manager recommends you having gap insurance and you say no, you shouldn't be buying the car. Okay. I've seen it more times than I like to see in my life in the car industry when a client comes in with what's called a deficiency notice. And that was a letter that they got from the bank telling them, hey, we got great news. Your insurance company paid off this amount on your car loan. However, you still owe this amount. That's the gap that the gap insurance would have covered. This is a big one. Twenty In 2023, they found out that people who purchased 2023 vehicles except, effectively signed up for an average annual finance cost of $1,253 per year. Over five years, that's a staggering $6,265. That's a cost on top of the sticker price. Dealerships can often attractive incentives such as cash back. Well, guess what? The dealership doesn't offer that. It's the manufacturer that offers it, and the dealership passes it on to you. If you plan to finance through them, before discussing financing with the dealership, visit your bank and get pre-approved for car financing. Use it as a negotiating tool in the case the dealership offers a higher finance rate. I had a gentleman, and and these, these people, they could not have worked. They could not have worked selling cars because, to me, your bank doesn't normally have a better rate than a dealership can get you, okay? Sometimes, and there's more than occasionally, credit unions will have better rates than the banks. However, if there's a subvented rate from the manufacturer, that rate can sometimes be the best. I had a gentleman call me up, and he says, hey, before I go get the car, I want to go down and get get pre-approved with Chase. I bought my car. From yesterday, I bought a car, whatever it was, a couple of days ago, and I financed it with Chase. That's my bank. I said, do me a favor. Don't go to the bank 
and get pre-approved because the dealership can send the loan directly to your bank. And sometimes it's at a lower rate than your own bank will offer you on the retail side from somebody in the branch. And you better watch because a lot of banks are getting out of the auto loan industry. So we went into the dealership and he was all excited because his wife's credit score was high sixes and they were putting $20,000 down. And when I told him what the rate was, he said, that's great. That's exactly what they told me when I talked to Chase. So I asked him if I could save you about three points on your loan, would you be interested in letting me take care of that for you? And he looked at me like I was crazy and he said, absolutely. Didn't take 30 seconds for a credit union to buy him at three and a half points less. So I saved him a substantial amount of money in the financing. I'm not telling you to get pre-approved, but I am telling you, if you do have a lender in mind, find out what it is that they have to offer. And here's the problem sometimes. They won't tell you what their rates are if you don't apply for a loan. So when I was financing my car and I called the bank that I was with, which was Capital One, who was beginning to pull out of the auto loan financing world, they wouldn't give me any information other than I can go online and apply. I didn't finance my car again with them. Extended warranty. Finance manager at the car dealership likely will try to sell you an extended warranty top of the manufacturer's offers. According to MotorOne.com, extended car warranties range in the price from two dollars to $5,000, with the average cost about $3,000. Factors such as your location and specific vehicle will determine the actual cost. Well, what they're leaving out is what really affects the cost is... Are you buying a warranty for five years and 60,000 miles? Are you buying a warranty that's going to add, that's going to be a total of seven years, eight years, 10 years? It's the term and the mileage that affects the warranty more than the location of the car and the car. Gap insurance. Okay, dealerships typically sell their gas for a flat fee between five and seven hundred dollars. It's used to be easy to get it for five hundred bucks because a lot of dealerships have actually raised their cost to the finance managers. So if you can get it in that seven hundred dollar range, six hundred dollar range, it's not a bad idea. Now remember, keep in mind, you have to have car insurance when you buy the car, and. You can't return a car the next day if you found out your car insurance was too much money. You have to put gas in the car. Maintenance, repairs, and tires. One of the nice things about buying a brand new car is for the first couple of years, the only things you might have to do is, do you want to just get the oil changed? And do you want to get the tires rotated and get the car looked at? Tires Air pressure checked. That's one of the nice things about buying a new car is that you can eliminate some of those expenses that you would need to pay up front on a used car. I want to send out a very special th- thanks to Joey Staples and his team at Earnhardt Honda, located at 10151 Papago Freeway in Avondale, Arizona. 
It's a wonderful place if you're thinking about buying a new Honda. If you'd like my help, please feel free. Call me, 602-525-1370. Once again, 602-525-1370. Great reputations aren't just given. They are earned over time. Since 1951, the Earnhardt family has forged its reputation as the finest automotive group in Arizona. At Rodeo Ford, an Earnhardt dealership in Goodyear, we offer a huge selection of new Ford vehicles, all with low, no bull prices. Visit today or go to RodeoFord.com. Remember, if your vehicle has the Earnhardt brand, you're in for a great ride, and that ain't no bull. Special thanks to Coulter Cadillac Buick GMC of Phoenix for their support of Your Car Insiders. Family owned and operated for four generations, Coulter is celebrating 100 years in the Valley since 1923. Coulter Cadillac Buick GMC of Phoenix has flourished thanks to their uncompromising dedication to complete customer satisfaction. Throughout the years, they've operated under one philosophy. Treat every customer with the respect they deserve. Provide quality sales and service in a casual and relaxed atmosphere and do it at a competitive price. It's really that simple, and it's how we've built lasting relationships through generations of car buyers. Coulter employees are dedicated to making every customer a part of the Coulter family for their car buying life. Coulter's experience is the difference. Paul Glanz, general manager, has been affiliated with the Coulter Group for 29 years. They invite you to visit Coulter Cadillac Buick GMC of Phoenix, located at 12th Street in Camelback, and let the Coulter team show you the way the car ownership experience is meant to be. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. Once again, my name is Gary Green, and the easiest way to reach me is pick up the phone. Give me a call, 602-525-1370. If you feel the need to send an email, there's a contact page on the Your Car Insiders website. I want to send out a very special thanks to Adam Breen and his team at Santan Hyundai Genesis, located at 3252 South Auto Way in Gilbert, Arizona. You know, as I mentioned I don't write these articles. I just like to talk about them a little bit. So here is one, four fees to watch out for when buying a new car. If you're in the hunt for a new car, you likely have a budget, but did you know that there are sneaky fees that can inflate the final cost? Preparing documentation is part of a process of buying a car, but excessive fees totaling hundreds of dollars should be questioned. Well, it's called a doc fee. And Doc fee is actually imprinted on the buyer's order. It's imprinted on the paperwork that you sign. So it's it's a really hard item to negotiate. So I'm going to go back to something that I always used to say. You don't buy a car on your terms. Okay. Now, you might put the terms out, but the dealership agreed to the terms. And I will tell you, in all my years as a sales manager, never once did I scratch out a doc fee from a buyer's order because it would be a giant class action lawsuit. And in the state of Arizona, to be honest with you, the doc fees have gone up and a lot of them hover in that 599 area. I've seen some dealerships at 799. I've some, seen some dealerships at 399. It is not regulated in the state of Arizona. Now, 
you can try it. You can see if you can get them to back out the dock fee out of the sale price of the car. But the only time they do that is when they had enough money made in the car deal that backing out that money still made sense for the dealership to make the car deal. When it comes to dealer prep fees, don't be afraid to ask what that exactly entails, especially because it's a brand new car. Another fee to watch is the infamous dealer preparation or pre-delivery service fee. This can be a few hundred dollars for supposedly getting the new car ready. I've never seen them charge a prep fee on a new car. I have seen them have dealer ads on used cars, but it's not listed as they write here. It's listed as dealer ads, not a preparation fee. Now, I have seen used cars with a $695 or prep fee or this kind of fee, but this is the one that cracked me up the best. As the name implies, this is the cost of shipping your car. This is the most expensive fee at all you like to face when trying to buy a new car. The fee is the freight charge to deliver your car, which can be between $800 and $1,800. No matter what the distance, 10 miles or 1,000 miles, the cost will be the same. Well, the dealership doesn't charge the destination fee. The manufa- It's on the window sticker. It, it gets me so annoyed when I read these articles and these idiots write these things in their publications. Now, market adjustment fees. Market adjustment fees are added by the dealer when it believes that the demand for the vehicle is such that the MSRP is too low. Okay, It doesn't mean that the MSRP is too low. It means that they can get somebody to pay that market adjustment. And I will tell you, market adjustments are slowly starting to go away on a lot of vehicles because of the inventory. But to give you an example, I was looking for a two-wheel drive 1500 GMC pickup truck for somebody. And I called a friend of mine and he said, Gary, I got 150 new ones, two of them with two wheel drive. So we ended up getting a Chevy Silverado because the dealership across the street had a better selection of two wheel drive vehicles. Add-ons. Okay. These are things that you can absolutely negotiate on the cars. Now, back a year, a year and a half ago, when there were no cars, if you didn't want to pay the add-ons, you just didn't have to buy the car. And at least he writes that sales tax is not generally considered as a fee, but customers take them into account as one to buy their when they're buying their new car. For example, on a $30,000 vehicle, expect an additional $2,100 in sales tax. Not negotiable. Absolutely, it's not negotiable. The key is to read all the paperwork carefully and be prepared to question all these dubious fees. Don't be afraid to walk away from the deal if the dealer won't explain or remove excessive charge. Knowing what you should pay for the car itself and watch out for the profit different extras. My name's Gary Green. I'm the host of the show and the easiest way to reach me. It's 602-525-1370. And a very special thanks to Lundy's Peoria Volkswagen located at 8801 West Bell Road in Peoria, Arizona.
Great reputations aren't just given, they are earned over time. Since 1951, the Earnhardt family has forged its reputation as the finest automotive group in Arizona. Among them is Earnhardt Santan Hyundai. Jump now and get three years complimentary maintenance on our full lineup, including the all-electric 2022 Hyundai Ionic 5. Stop in or visit online at SantanHyundai.com. Remember, if your vehicle has the Earnhardt brand, you're in for a great ride. And that ain't no bull. Welcome back to your car insiders on 960 The Patriot. I want to send out a very special thanks to my friend David Garcia and his team at Rodeo Ford. And I really want to thank Jim Mitchell for the effort he put forth uh, last week trying to help my friend's son put together that deal on that Transit 350. Rodeo Ford located at 13680 West Test Drive in Goodyear, Arizona. Here's an article that I found. And... How to find the true value of your car and what that number means if you want to sell. Whether upgrading to a newer model or downsizing your fleet, knowing the true value of your car is important information for maximizing its resale potential. This figure is useful when choosing an insurance policy for the vehicle, especially when you own a collector car or luxury vehicle. If you plan to be one of the tens of millions who buy or sell a used car each year, read on to learn about how used car values about used car values and what they mean. Factors affecting a car's value. Several factors affect your car affect your car's value, including its condition, history, and market demand. Let's look at these factors and why they matter to prospective buyers. A vehicle that has never been in an ap- accident typically sells for more than an identical vehicle in a fender bender. Similarly, similarly. A severe accident that left structural damage, even if it's been repaired, obviously lowers the vehicle's value. Now, I'm going to warn people about these history reports. I had a friend of mine call me, and his brother's in the car business, and he wanted me to try to help him find a car. And he mentioned to me that he found a car, it was certified, and when he went to the dealership, he brought someone with him that had, as a living, inspected vehicles for a lease return company. So it didn't take them about 15 seconds to look at this Genesis and realize that the car had been in an accident and it had been painted on multiple panels. Well, he, he started to explain to me that there was no damage on the Carfax. And I said, that's because if damage is not reported to Carfax, it's not on the Carfax. Carfax can only report what's been reported to them. My daughter got hit, rear-ended, and I called the police to meet me there on my way to the accident. And when I got there, it was a dent in the back bumper of the car, less than a quarter the size of a penny. When my daughter was telling me the story, I was expecting to get there and see the bumper torn off, the tailgate smashed in, and taillights popped out. So at the end of the day, since we called the police... There was a police report. Accident reported damage to the rear of the car. But the, the thing that was ironic about these cars was this gentleman wanted me to help him find a Genesis G90. And he wanted me to guarantee that the car had never had any paintwork on it. And at that point, I realized that, yeah, I can look at a car. And can I miss paintwork? 
yeah, I, I, I can. But I'm pretty good at looking at cars and seeing if they've had paintwork, if they've had bodywork. But I'm not going to guarantee it. It's not my car. Okay, it's not my car that I'm selling, and I'm not selling you the car. I'm helping you buy the car. And on top of it, he was in California. But when I spoke to his brother, that's my friend here, I explained to him, Mark, I've helped three people buy these cars over the years. And one gentleman, I helped get two of them, and I helped two other people get the cars. And all these gentlemen were over the age of 70. All of these gentlemen had some kind of an incident with a stationary object that their car had to be repaired. All three of these gentlemen were, what I like to use the term, wealthy. Okay, so when I was talking to my friend about his dad's G90 and about running it through the insurance because it might be five grand out of pocket to fix the car. He said, Gary, my dad would rather pay the five grand than risk the insurance company telling him that at his age, they don't want to insure him anymore. So all three of these vehicles got either lease returned or traded in. All three of them had a minimum of $5,000 worth of damage on them. And all three of them did not have accidents reported to Carfax. Now, I'm not saying it's Carfax's fault. I just want you to understand that Carfax can only report what's reported to them. If you have a vehicle and it's a one-owner car and you see on the Carfax, it says 27 service histories, okay, I'll pay a lot more for that car than I would for a car that instead of being one owner, 27 service histories, four owners, six service histories. And what I like about a lot of those cars is you'll notice that if the customers had the car for 130,000 miles, you'll see for quite a bit of time that the car was sold at a dealership, serviced at that dealership, serviced again at that dealership, and all of a sudden when the car started getting to the 75,000 mile or 80,000 miles or 90,000 miles, they started to service at a local repair facility, not necessarily a dealer. Changes in effect the market changes in the market affect your vehicle's value. One of the worst resale cars right now are electric vehicles. Years ago, cars that reached the 100,000-mile mark lost significant values as buyers shied away from them to avoid potential costly repairs. Today, the average used car has around 70,000 miles, and some dealerships take in cars with up to 150,000 miles as trades. I've traded in a car that had 400,000 miles on it. Okay, and I shouldn't say that 358,000 miles because the one that he had that had over 400,000 miles, he sold that one to a junkyard with no motor. However, a vehicle with lower miles usually sells for a higher price than a similar vehicle with more miles. Now, one of the things to consider when you're looking at a used car is you could look at two vehicles and I looked at two of them yesterday and One of the main differences in the car was a $1,695 
panoramic sunroof. And the issue was this gentleman's wife wouldn't take a car without a sunroof and wanted a car that had bucket seats in the second row. Now, I did a little searching. He had done a little searching, and he did a good job searching. It took me to go to Illinois to find cars that absolutely fit exactly what he wanted. And those three things were how to be an ST trim level explorer, how to be had to be white, had to have captain's chairs in the middle, and had to have the panoramic sunroof. When I did a 200-mile search, only three of them popped up. And the only one that might have been a possibility was out due to the fact that they had done some wrapping on the vehicle. So the hood was black. The roof was black. There was a black stripe down the side. And his his wife said she, she didn't want the gangster look. In many cases, selling a car to a private individual costs more than trading it into a dealer. It's because the dealer will spend money to prepare the vehicle for sale, including inspecting and reconditioning the vehicle and paying for expenses related to the transaction. What I always tell people is most people that are selling their car private party, a lot of them won't have recent receipts for anything that was an expensive repair. They might have taken the car into the shop and found out something was wrong with the car, but they had decided not to fix that repair. Vehicle's condition. When deciding to pay the asking price, torn seats, scratches, dents, rust, and mechanical problems lower the value, obviously. On the other hand, you should see the value increase if the vehicle is in good physical condition. Options. We just talked about with the sunroof. Popular features like power windows and air conditioning may be necessary for some buyers. Okay, 99.9% of cars that I've looked at in the last 10 years have air conditioning and power windows. Vehicles with high-end interiors and technology typically hold their value longer, but be careful about aftermarket modifications. You may be... You may like super dark tinted windows, but a buyer who prefers more visibility at night night, might not be willing to pay for it. The other thing about super dark tinted windows is they could be illegal in the state of Arizona if they're too too dark on the front two windows of the vehicle. One of the things that I will talk about is a gentleman bought a car, and I was at the dealership, and he had showed up, and he had bought the car from an online buying service uh, dealership, whether it was Carvana, Vroom, CarMax, whatever it was. He had the car delivered, and he was all excited because the car had an aftermarket radio that was sold to him as an upgrade. Well, it was an upgrade until he took the car into the dealership when there was an electrical problem with the vehicle, and the dealership figured out that the issue had to do with something caused by the aftermarket radio. So even though the vehicle was still under warranty, he was not covered by the repair. When he went to sell the car back with the seven-day guarantee, he was out by a day. The problem became his problem and his problem 100%. How do I find the exact vehicle of my, value of my vehicle? Owners overvalue their vehicles when setting an asking price. Note features like sunroofs, audio systems, trim package, 
engine and powertrain. You'll need these details later. Outstanding, clean, average, rough condition, damage to the car. I don't even want to get into the classic car part. Where can I find the best value for my car? It's a joke. Okay, Carfax, doubt it. Edmonds, Kelly Blue Book's extremely inflated right now. Uh, JD Power. What your car value means when it's time to sell. This is what your car's worth. Your car's worth what someone's willing to pay for it. And if you look at one of these guides and you have a 50,000-mile car, it's not excellent condition. The only time that a car dealership looks at a car as excellent condition is before it leaves the dealership. And as we talked about last week, new cars even arrive with damage. You can ask whatever you want for your car. But if you advertise your car and you put it on there and it's the highest price one, and it's not the highest price one because it has... 10,000 miles on it when all the other ones have 40. It's a one-owner car and all the other ones show three owners or two owners. Okay, You know that the car's never been in an accident. You have a perfect service history. Those are things that you can overcome the objection as the price being too high if you can get the people to come look at the car. The hardest part is when you put a car online and you advertise the price for what you believe to be a good value but a little overpriced, and nobody reaches out to you, that can create a problem. I always tell people, and it hasn't been working very well lately, is you can always, always go ahead and send your car over to Carvana and see what Carvana says about your vehicle. I want to send out a very special thanks to my friends at Cigar Therapy. It's Jimmy... Deanna and Kira. It's a family-owned, veteran-owned small business. They're located at 4219 West Bell Road on the southeast corner of 43rd Avenue and Bell Road. And there's a good possibility during the week that if you were to stop in there, there's a possibility I might be sitting there because I do try to enjoy the occasional cigar during the week. I also want to send out a very special thanks to my friend Anthony Reed and his family at Reed Motors located at... 2121 East Indian School. Andy, Anthony Reed is a, and his family. I've known Anthony for more than 25 year, years, and he's helped numerous clients buy pre-owned vehicles in that $15,000 range. Once again, located at 2121 East Indian School Road, and the easiest way to reach me, it's pick up the phone, give me a call, 602-525-1370. Once again, want to thank all the sponsors for the radio show, BNN Auto Sales, Mercedes-Benz Arrowhead, Coulter Cadillac Buick GMC on Camelback, Earnhardt Honda, San Tan Hyundai Genesis, Rodeo Ford, Lundy's Peoria Volkswagen, Cigar Therapy, and Reed Motors. And last but not least, if you want my help, call me, 602-525-1370. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.